quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm so glad you're here. Well, I pulled my Instagram followers and one of them asked me about what do we do when we don't like the choice our child has made of either a friend or a boyfriend? This one's really hard, but I've had a lot of experience personally and with my clients, but mostly personally, I've had a lot of experience. Um, one of my kids had a friend that was not the greatest and I really was having a hard time with this friendship because it led my child into, you know, doing things that I didn't think were appropriate. And in an age where I thought it was not, you know, age appropriate and and taking risky behaviors and looking back on it, I was not used to this, you know, not used to my child wanting to do these things, you know, wanting this extra freedom and wanting to do these risky behaviors. I was not used to it. I was not, hadn't ever experienced it before. So when my daughter befriended this child. The first thing I wanted to do was say, oh no, we can't, we can't hang out with them. Sorry, that's not happening. This is not a good match. But I knew better intuitively that if I did that, that my child, I could push her deeper into this relationship because then it would have been taboo or I would have been saying no. So she would want to say yes, just because, because that's the kind of kid she is. So. I didn't. I I took a pause and I took a moment and I decided, you know, that I would embrace this kid. And this kid, I have to say, like, I think all kids are sweet. And and this child was very sweet and they were probably hurting deep down and, and probably having a hard time too. And, you know, seeking risky behavior too because of their own experience. And I think this was a well-meaning kid, but they were in a spot and my daughter was right along there with them trying to, you know, take on these risky behaviors. So I really embraced this kid and took them on vacation with us and had them at the house a lot. And I tried to stay really close. I wanted them to be with me more than at the other house. So I would offer up play dates and rides and all the things and, and vacations. And I would take this child under my wing and I would not push them away and not tell my daughter what I thought. And over time, my daughter started coming to me saying, this kid was doing X and they were doing Y and they didn't really like it. And I knew this was a crucial moment. When your child comes to you and starts complaining about the kid that you know isn't so great, you have an opportunity to either tell them what you think, show your cards, give your opinion, and then your kid might shut down because all they really want is for us to listen. They don't want our advice. They don't want us to tell them what to do. 
And it might shut down the communication because if they know we think poorly about their friend or boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever it is, will they then stop telling us stuff because they don't want to hear our negative comments? You know, it's, it's, it's okay. It's like your kid. It's okay for you to complain about your kid, but you don't, want, you don't want somebody else complaining about your kid. So when your kid comes to you and says, they're doing this and they were so mean and blah, blah, blah. Listen, that's what you need to do is listen. Oh, oh, they did that. Oh, oh, she said that. Interesting. What do you think? Oh, that's what happened. Well, tell me more. Can you just be a good listener and a good friend and listen and not give an opinion and not tell your child exactly what you think they should do or what you think about this person? Because your kid needs to figure it out. And part of life is figuring out how to navigate relationships. And these are great opportunities for our kids to learn about people. And if we give our advice and say, you should tell them that you're not going to play with them anymore because they're being unkind, or you should tell them you don't like that risky behavior, that that's not something that you want to do. If you say those things and your child isn't developmentally ready to take the advice and use it, then you're giving them an advice that's too mature for them. They might hear the advice. They might go to the situation and not be able to utilize the advice. And then they might feel bad about themselves and think, oh, I can't tell mom or dad because you know, I didn't do what they, they told me to do. And now what are they going to think? Are they going to tell me to do it again? And then I'm going to feel crappy because I couldn't do it or I wasn't ready to do it or I didn't want to do it. And now will they shut you off and not tell you anything because they don't really want advice. What they want to have is a good supportive listener someone who understands, someone who is empathic, and someone who can hold space for them while they figure it out. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics, and an 80-20 whey to casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. That's the other piece. Your child can figure this out because whatever they're experiencing, 
is developmentally appropriate for them. So they're experiencing something in their own age group with their own people, and they will figure out how to navigate the situation if they're given enough space and enough time and enough support. But if you come in with your opinions and your advice, you might do derail this natural, could be consequence in the end, or this natural learning around people. You could derail that. And so you could keep them from learning something important by interjecting and intervening because now you're going to give them the lesson and the fix and they haven't really cultivated that lesson or that fix or that grit themselves. And so are you robbing them of an important milestone, of an important experience in life? And we learn through experiences. And so we want our children to have these hard experiences. Now, is it easy as a parent? Hell no, because now you're going to have to see, see your kids suffer probably. Something bad might happen, maybe. Your child might end up getting in some sort of trouble and we want to keep them safe. If it's something that's unsafe, we definitely want to intervene. But where it is safe, we want to allow the failure to happen. We want to allow the natural consequences to happen. We want to allow the learning to occur because this is how our children gain experience. They gain grit. So Esme figured it out. She really did figure out how to navigate this relationship. And she figured out how to exit the relationship when she needed to, when it got to a place where, where she thought, hmm, this isn't really what I want. I'm, I, I think I'm done here. And she was able to move away from this child on her own with her own grit and with her own, in her own way that was developmentally appropriate for herself. So they can and will navigate these moments and they're going to have hard moments where people are unkind to them or people are doing things that are not, you know, aligned with their morality and they will figure it out. I remember, you know, having boyfriends who definitely didn't have my best interest in mind and I probably shouldn't have been dating them. And over time, I figured it out and I figured out what good people are. And now I surround myself with good people. And so we all need to experience life's hard moments. And if us as parents intervene, then we're not allowing that to happen. So as a parent though, you have to really talk yourself down. You have to really say like, I am going to be the supportive person. It's okay. This is not my life experience. This is theirs. I trust my child to navigate this in the best way they know how. I trust my child will figure this out. I trust that my child is smart enough to know better eventually and that they will get through this with their own morality because I've taught them morality because they live in a moral house. And so you have to really place that trust in your kids and you have to really talk yourself off the ledge saying, this is not my life or my, my experience and I'm not going to take on these hard feelings. I'm going to be here and be the container for my child and their feelings and their upsets when everything explodes, but I'm not going to take it on. And can you hold space without giving advice? Can you really be the ardent supporter and empathic listener for your kid? Because that also is connective, right? So in this process, you're building connection if you so choose. If you choose to, you can build deep connection in these hard experiences because what feels better than to have someone come to you in your hardest moments and say, I'm right here. This feels really hard. Sorry, you're going through this. I'm right here with you. That is connective. That is connective parenting. That is forming a deep bond. That is 
something that many people will never experience in their life. Imagine if that's what you experienced when you were having a hard time, any hard time as a child or an adolescent. What if your parents just came to you and said, I'm right here, honey. I know this is hard. Imagine what that would do to your relationship with your parent. Even if, let's say they did it once or twice, let alone if they did it every time you had a hard time. If they did it every time you had a hard time, imagine how you would feel about them, how endeared you'd be to them, how much respect you would have for them, how bonded you would be. So if you can muster up being that person for your children, you're building in deep wells of connection. And this is what connective parenting is all about. It's not about giving them advice and giving them opinions and telling them what to do and being in control. It's about giving control to your child while being the supportive person in their life, the most supportive person in their life. And if you also, if you do this, now you're going to cement this idea that guess where they're coming when they have their problems? They're coming to you. Why? Because you're supportive. You don't give advice. You don't tell them they're wrong. You don't tell them their friend's a jerk. You sit and you listen and you help them get to their answer. Well, what could you do? What else might you do? Interesting. Well, if you did that, what what would happen? Okay. Well, I think you have a lot of great ideas here. I know you're going to figure this out, honey. And I'm right here if you need me. There's a big difference than telling your children what to do and giving them advice than being the supportive person. So I hope this was helpful. If your child is in the midst of a friendship that doesn't seem right or a with a partner that doesn't seem right, help support them. They'll get there. They're smart enough. They know. Okay. Thank you for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I so appreciate you being here. We have hit 1 million downloads, which is kind of an incredible feat. And I'm super excited about it. So thank you for being part of this 1 million downloads. And thank you for being part of the Peace and Parenting community. I'll see you guys next time. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.